Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tefra Ajemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's, there's no, no such thing, thing as, as bad food. food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. It's that time of year again, folks, where 16 foods go head-to-head in intense matchups week after week to determine which food deserves to win the title of Food of the Year. In addition to the crown, we literally put a crown on food. We make a shrine to it all year long. Gets really gross by the end of the year. The winner gets bragging rights and a bunch of extra content dedicated to it. You know food loves to brag. Bread has just been running off its mouth for two years straight. Let's see somebody take it down. This is Munch Madness. Oh yeah. So last week we had a tie between potatoes and pickles, and after putting it to a tiebreaker vote on our Instagram page at NoBadFoodPod, we have the results! So with 54% of the votes, potatoes beat out pickles and will be advancing to the next round. Sorry pickles, you put up a good fight. Maybe next year, you know? Maybe next year. It's no big deal. Zesty little guy. You'll get back up again. (laughs) Uh, This is a real year of earth products versus manufactured goods. Have you noticed this? Yeah, there's a lot of pickles versus potatoes. And today's matchups, really similar. True. So let's get down to business. We have two great matchups this week. First up, we have our champions bracket division, where second seed product of humanity pasta is up against third seed nature's gift berries. (laughs) Will Pasta, the OG Munch Madness 2020 champ, continue its reign, or will Berries claim sweet victory? Only time will tell. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Our second matchup today is from our write-in division, where second seed Salt and third seed Curry are ready to duke it out for control of the spice cabinet. Who will be this season's seasoned seasoning? There's only one way to find out. Let's throw it to our first guest judge. So today, as our guest judge, we have with us coming back for second year, third year? I think second year. Uh, We have Amanda McLaughlin, a podcaster and the head of Multitude Productions in New York City. Amanda, thank you so much for coming back on. My absolute pleasure. I love being judgmental and I love food. So this is a perfect combination for me. This is the place for you to be. Absolutely. So every now and then, the the bracket throws us a weird one. And you kind of got real lucky because I think you've got two kind of weird ones ones today. These both feel like uh, I can see a world where they coexist, particularly my second bracket, but mm-hmm. there are going to be some surprises, I think, in the, in the judgments here. I think so. I'm looking forward to see where we go from here. So starting off strong with the champs bracket, these are our returning heroes who made it to the final four last year. And our first champs bracket, this one's a little special to me because one of these was my pick, actually. We have pasta versus berries. Mm. What do you think? This is the real curveball to me. I personally am not a huge pasta eater, but I Mm. understand that it is, you know, something that a lot of people rely on that's central to, you know, several cuisines 
magazines and demonstrates a high degree of skill, which I think, you know, when you can like really enjoy a very basic version, like the boxed, you know, penne that I have in my house at most times, Mm -hmm. uh, but also the super skillful, like single raviolo the size of a dinner plate, right? Like pasta contains lots of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, then you have berries, which are uh, nature's jewels, which are absolutely incredible, which have no right to go as hard as they do. And if I personally have the choice between these two foods, I'm picking berries 10 times out of 10. You know what? You are speaking my language, Amanda. I feel, I think, exactly the way you do, where it's like, yeah, pasta's pasta's good. Pasta's food. There's a lot there. Berries are pure magic. And berries for me are a treat. I don't know about where y'all live, but right now uh, a quart of strawberries, so somewhere between like 10 and 15 strawberries, it's like $8 US. Uh, It is uh, so much. And whenever I go to like visit my uh, in-laws or when I'm going to like the local fruit stand on the corner, like berries are the first thing I am buying because it feels like so incredible and delicious. And when they're cold, I'll eat them raw. Mm -hmm. I'll bake with them. I'll put them on ice cream, put them in yogurt. I'll put them with anything. I just found uh, blueberries on sale yesterday in the grocery store and it was so exciting because they were like under four dollars which is like unbelievable never happens especially not out of season yeah I think you were you were right on track when you said nature's jewels that's thank you that's it um, and you can't just pick pasta off a bush. Like, I can't grow pasta on my balcony. Exactly. You know? That might be, you know, a positive for some people. Again, I, I get how, like, the the human-made element of this, I think there is something to say about pasta. But I just, like, I'm grateful to live in a world where berries exist, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the memories I have of a kid walking around, picking wild raspberries and blackberries yeah. from bushes. I visited friends in England recently, and we just, like, picked some, I think, mulberries just, like, on their property. Mm-hmm. It just, it's incredible and makes me feel like the high fantasy sort of fairy changeling that I always dreamed that I was as a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for me also, then, when I think about how, like, bananas are berries passion fruit are berries Mm -hmm. like berries i'm traditionalist like i love a strawberry i love to go to seattle in blackberry season and just like you can just gorge yourself like you don't need to buy food there's just blackberries everywhere and it's absolutely magical yeah i've been to maine during blueberry season that shit hits different yeah yeah all right So that's a a clear win in the champs bracket. We've got pasta versus berries. That's a strong vote for berries from Amanda McLaughlin. uh, Strong vote for berries. Definitely interested to see what our other judge says and if this ends up going to the polls. Mm -hmm. You can uh, tweet me your opinions and that she's so Mickey. So for our second bracket, actually not too different. Uh, We have another gift of nature versus human ingenuity here with the write-in bracket. So these are things that our listeners thought deserve to make it into the championship. And that is salt versus curry. Now, can you clarify for me, is this curry powder? Is this curry the uh, Indian food? Is this curry the British uh, sort of neologism for all kinds of South Asian takeaway? So when we talked about it in the intro episode, we defined it sort of all of the above. Okay. And we often try to leave a little bit of wiggle room there for what what comes to your mind uh, with curry. However, that went real bad with sorrel a couple of years ago. (laughs) So I'm going to say that, yes, curry is the dish, but it covers all aspects of the South Asian diaspora. Right on. 
I feel like I've only just unlocked uh, curry for myself. I love a Thai curry. I love a green mm-hmm. curry. Uh, I have had uh, Anglo Indian takeaway and just had my absolute mind blown uh, with the the flavor combinations that that food uh, brings. So I am no expert, but I am an enthusiast of curry mm-hmm. the dish, and I'd say a pretty frequent user of curry the spice. Though I'm I'm nowhere near auntie level of of home blend. Um, <laughs> However, uh, salt is so good. Uh, salt's incredible. Growing up as a, a kid whose parents, you know, really were sort of sodium and cholesterol conscious in the 90s, mm-hmm. knowing I could salt food as an adult uh, kind of changed the whole game. I love that now I have like four or five kinds of salt in my kitchen. I have flaky salt for finishing. I have sea salt for dissolving in my broths and soups. Uh, I have obviously table salt and pickling salt for pickling. Uh, It is so incredible. And just like the right amount of salting, I think I have to sort of default to this choice because it brings out the flavor of the flavor. It it yeah. lets flavor be accessed for the rest of us. Um, and curry, while an incredible dish and a great kind of world of flavor on its own, uh, I just, I have to kind of choose the skeleton key of spice. And to me, that's salt. I, the skeleton key of spice is a beautiful phrase. Thank you. That's absolutely perfect. That's exactly accurate. So we've got two strong votes from Amanda, big fan of nature's bounty and and what Mother Earth provides. Very much so. I've also yeah. got to give a quick shout out to the salt flats outside of Cusco, Peru, which I was fortunate enough to visit uh, when oh, so I cool. was a kid uh, backpacking uh, with my friend uh, to Machu Picchu. It was absolutely stunning and like legitimately perhaps the most beautiful thing I've ever seen uh, of just like little, you know, postage stamps of different color, uh, you know, evaporation pools. Uh, absolutely stunning. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That's now on my that's now on my to visit list, I think. Gotta recommend it. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll see where this goes. Remember, folks, that if this goes to a tie, you've got to head to our Instagram and comment comment your pick to get in on the conversation. Amanda, uh, is there anything you want to plug before you sign off today? I am very excited to try the regional foods of seven cities across the U.S. this March when my podcasts Join the Party and Spirits go on tour. So if any of your listeners are in Seattle, Minneapolis, Chicago, Boston, Philadelphia, D.C., or New York City, we will be there the last week of March. Check all of that out at multitude.productions slash live. It's the Rolling Bones tour, and we are so stoked. I know some of you are in some of those cities. Uh, don't don't miss out on this one. Thank really, you. a not to miss event. Thank you. I'm going to be sampling as many uh, uh, chopped cheeses and Chicago style hot dogs and Philly cheesesteaks as possible. Amazing. So Amanda brought us a vote for berries and a vote for salt. So we're we're getting some very uh, earth based answers we're here leaning today. nature we are we're leaning nature we are but of course we can't just let one person decide the fate of each matchup so uh amanda has some of the power not all the power we got to bring in somebody who also has some of the power and we'll be calling up our second guest judge in just a minute but first the mineral if you're enjoying the show so far make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so you never miss a new episode if you're not enjoying the show so far but you're hate listening do the same thing you don't want to miss an episode <laughs> it's true well you're at it consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend, maybe your saltiest 
oldest friend, maybe yeah. your berryest friend, maybe a little lad who likes berries and cream. For every new rating and review we get during the month of February, we're donating $2 to the depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of this show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. It's not quite Mother Earth level, but it's close. There's literally no other way to turn zero into six unless you're Mother Earth. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. If you are Mother Earth, shout out, leave us a review. You can read all about what the depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. <laughs> you okay? I'm dying here. <laughs> oh man, another concrete way to support the show is to support us on Patreon. If you join us on Patreon, the best ongoing crowdfunding platform for podcasters like us, you'll get access to our exclusive newsletter what what is a non-ongoing crowdfunding platform indiegogo you get one one time oh you only get one shot yeah if you join us on patreon you get access to our exclusive newsletter the no bad food recipe club and our discord server where we post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family we talk about episodes of the show we talk broadly about the things that we're eating all food content all the time over on our discord that you can only get by being a member of our patreon plus patrons get invited to participate as guest judges on munch madness so if that's exciting for you if you want to be a guest judge on munch madness this season you still have time Act fast, and we'll do our best to make it happen. Come on, Gaia. We'd love to have you. Mother Earth, support us on Patreon. If you aren't already a member of our Patreon, what's wrong? Do it. <laughs> Consider supporting us. Join up at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod today. We're very poor. We need money. <laughs> you really just keep putting our business out there. <laughs> <laughs> they know. We're podcasters. We don't make money. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the second half of the show. Let's throw it to our next guest judge. So our second guest judge here on Munch Madness 2024 is the year that it is. There we go. That took me a second. Is the one, the only David Flam, maker of our podcast logo, artist at large, host of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, haver of existential crises, and soon to be birthday boy. How you doing? Wow. Amazingly, I can't believe you remembered it's almost my birthday. <laughs> I didn't even remember it's almost my birthday. I am a big fan of Pisces. Most of the wow, most important you. people in my life have been Pisces. You're making me feel so special. Tom. You are special. I, I'm finally on the show and you're just like piling it on. Listen, don't ask me which wow. specific day in March is your birthday because I... That's no, the fact that you knew <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I'll be honest with you that it, it gets jumbled for me because of how many people I know whose birthdays are in March. It's, that's okay. It, you knew it was the fish? Ninth? Are we going to play this oh, game? No, we're okay. not. We're not. Um, <laughs> you're the first week though. I'm not crazy, right? Second? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Right before Teffers. Just dox myself. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> All right. So we're not here to talk astrology. We're not here to wish you a happy birthday. Although, you know, oh, happy okay. almost birthday. Yeah. Sorry. I lured you here under false pretenses. You can take the hat yeah. off now. Oh, okay. Dave, the real reason that you're here today, yeah. and it's an important one, okay. is that we need someone to vote in this, this round of Munch Madness. We need you. Wow. You, find, your opinions. you finally roped me in. After after it. all this time, you've had my other co-hosts on. I've had to listen to them talk about their food crimes. And now it's, well, I don't think I do food crimes. I don't think I eat enough food to do food crimes. <laughs> you mostly just have like a liquid and sunlight diet, right? None of those things, actually. No liquid no. or sunlight? There's a re listen, you know how my uh, listeners probably might not know this, but you know, like my whole thing is like skeletons and like, you know, my, my usernames are all skeleton based and all that stuff. It's because my bones are dry. 
I, I, I do not drink enough water. I also am in a basement, so I do not see sunlight. All of these plants that you see, I, I'm on camera with Tom right now. All these plants, these are fake. Well, you could have fooled me. I try. (laughs) (laughs) My food crimes are typically, especially with sweets or beverages, I tend to just mix them. I don't recommend it normally, but sometimes it's intriguing enough that you just got to try it. When you say like sweets and beverages, do you mean like together or like as cat, like you, you mix your drinks together or do you mix your drinks with your, your sweets? Depends on the thing. I mean, like it's if, not... if we're talking beverages, like I, I know there are other, there are a bunch of terms for this, uh, but like when you go to a fast food restaurant or, or something that has like the, uh, like the fountain, you just go and you just get all of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a crime. Okay, but like you do that, but then like it, do that with ice creams like, you, or uh, other treats or something. But you don't put your ice cream in your fast food fountain soda. Why not? That's a float. Okay, I guess that was a bad example. But like, are your food crimes like, do you put your cookie in your drink? You I, ha- cookie, I have don't... definitely dipped a cookie into my soda concoction, for sure. But you don't put cookie in drink. I didn't put the whole thing. I dipped it. You put okay, the whole thing in, is... then you drink. Well, okay, that's happened before, but that was an accident. So an accident isn't a crime. It's like a... Yeah, but some people would be like, oh, I guess it's ruined, and then you get rid of it. <laughs> I guess if you if you accidentally <laughs> run over someone with your car, you still go to jail, right? That's that's how that works, I think? I, depends how helpful you are. How's, how's that work? What do you... What? Like, yeah, you probably would still go to jail, but maybe if you, like, you accidentally hit them, and then you come out, and you're like with them the entire time and you get them to the hospital and you like do what well, maybe they'll lighten the sentence i don't okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so accidentally dropping a cookie in your drink this is where this is where i'm going with yeah. this is the the food crimes equivalent of of like <laughs> vehicular manslaughter god so dave let's vote on this first matchup okay folks listening at home might not know this but dave and i used to play D together on a regular basis mm-hmm. and my greatest joy as a dungeon master was the moments when under your breath, I would hear you go, oh, God. Uh, so our first matchup today comes from our champion's bracket. It's last year's runner-up pasta versus last year's number three seed, I want to say, okay. berries. Well, whose side are you on on this one? Pasta versus berries. A thing that my co-hosts on, and possibly listeners, on of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game podcast, know is uh, a thing I am notorious for doing is saying, what's the dictionary got to say about this word that we're looking into right now. (laughs) Of course. I hate that I do it, but my brain won't let me not do it. And so I had to do that again for this, which is to say immediately my gut reaction was, Oh, pasta, pasta. Yeah. You love pasta. It's a great base. Similar to last episode where you're talking about potatoes. It just like, it's just a base for a good meal. Um, I, when I was younger, had pasta probably for like most dinners like as a, as a like part of it it wasn't the sure. main thing in most of my life after that i realized that i actually tend to have more noodles which you know um ramen you know uh, other asian inspired dishes in the way that americans are we like to say a word that is not that it's not that and we just keep using that word as if it is and that's why a thing i i say very often is uh the english language is nothing it's it's awful um and so when i was thinking about pasta 
I was thinking about all of these things. And that's not what it is. Pasta mm -hmm. is not noodles. They're different. Sure. And that hurt me a lot <laughs> because it made me realize, oh, maybe pasta is not actually what I want here. <laughs> because as much as, as much as I love my co-host Giovanni Colantonio, Italian dishes don't do it for me as much anymore. They okay. just, I, I think I had too much when I was younger. I started thinking about berries and I actually don't eat a lot of berries. I don't know why. It's just like, <laughs> it's just never like, I, I know people who love berries. My wife loves berries. I just don't ever touch them. And I was telling you, Tom, before this, that I discovered some stuff about fruit allergies and how apparently I am affected by them. I always thought I had a stone fruit allergy. It turns out maybe it's a birch pollen allergy. I don't know. Whenever I would eat a lot of these different fruits, I would begin to get very itchy in the throat and it would be a very unpleasant feeling. But the mm -hmm. flavors were great. I love, I love berry juices. I love berry candies. I love berry, like sweets, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. And so I was trying to think of what other things can you use berries for then if I'm not going to just get a bunch of berries and eat them. And there sure. are so many things. You know, you could, you could make sauces with them. You can uh, use them just as toppings on various dishes. Like they, while the pasta is like a very good base, I f the berries are a very good like topping. It's weird because they're both like the opposites of each other. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't really want you, I mean, maybe some people do it. I don't really want you to take pasta and put it as like a little topping on top of another thing necessarily. And I don't know if I necessarily want you to take a bunch of berries and put it as the base to right. uh, something. Anyway, long story short, I've, this is me trying to figure out what in the world I'm trying to vote on. And I think it's berries. I like yeah. young me is probably like, what are you doing? I know my co-hosts on left tree, right trigger may make fun of me for that. Because we have a notorious episode about fruit. Everyone has a recollection of me saying like, oh, have you heard of fruit? And how it's, <laughs> I guess they think that's the funniest thing in the world. Meanwhile, I'm over here in this episode talking about how when I was younger, I got deeply sick because of fruit. <laughs> Apparently because of this allergy. And right. when I finally discovered fruit that didn't make me sick, it was a revelation. But apparently right, that was yeah. a joke. Thank you, everybody. But anyway, uh, fruit. It's a winner sometimes. I hope. I don't know what the other person on this episode is going to say. Maybe they'll pick pasta. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, You know, if you could win me over in another world, I'd probably pick that. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to sway you because oh. I, I actually agree. Okay. Despite tell me, fact tell that... me why I'm right then. <laughs> so despite the fact that pasta literally is my lifeblood and pays the bills right. in my house... I think that berries, by virtue of being as versatile as they are, mm -hmm. deserve it. Yeah. They just deserve it. Do I want berries most of the time? Not necessarily. Right. I really like berries. When I have them, my body always goes, oh, hell yeah, berries. Mm -hmm. But I don't gravitate toward them. I don't buy them that often. Days go by where I don't eat them. Every day I eat pasta. Yeah. My bills are paid by pasta, as previously established. Like There are a million reasons that I should vote pasta over berries, but... I still think that berries are 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 better, maybe not, but more important, possibly. More important is know. an interesting way to to say that. I think an important thing about berries is similar to what was said in your last Munch Madness episode about pickles versus potatoes, which mm -hmm. I 
definitely disagree with as as I, I I think pickles are fine, but also I am not from that area of the East Coast. And if you come to me and tell me, hey, pickles are, are God's gift to mankind, then I say, cool, what borough of Brooklyn are you from? That's <laughs> that's it. You, you cannot tell me otherwise. I love that because Eric is. From I know. I, it's, when he said <laughs> when that came out of, I was like, "Oh my god, come on, make yourself more obvious." But it's it's true. It's it's weird. I don't know why that is, but it's just it's the thing. But sure. Anyway, similar to that, where pickles have this like brightness, mm-hmm. right? This this thing that can really bring like some life to your dish. I think berries can do that too. I think yeah. I think that's what makes them special is like they can be a good snack if you eat them, but they can also bring just a really nice uh, zing to yeah. whatever you actually do throw them into, even if it's not just them. That again, I think pasta is great. It could it could win. I don't know, but sure, it's it's not the thing that's going to bring life to the dish. I think sure. Yeah, I mean pasta has won Munch Madness before. It was actually the winner of the very first year that we did this. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's had its time, you know, it's had its moment in the sun. Sure. It's it's absolutely worthy of being a contender every year. It's worthy of, you know, consideration, discussion. But yeah, I mean, if we want a really like punchy, powerful winner this year, it's gotta be someone who who really like brings their A game and and pasta like you know, I, I eat fantastic pasta on a daily basis. I sell fantastic pasta on a daily basis. I know the true power and potential that it has. Mm-hmm. But I also know that, like, pasta at its worst also exists, right? And is, like, yeah, it's it's the uninspired dinner of, of bored housewives all over the continent. Pasta right? is a staple. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, listen, whether you are trying to make something extravagant with some nice sauce or like some sort of meat that you throw in there, or you're just like, Oh my God, that my, my kid will not eat. So here's some, some butter on some spaghetti. Mm. You got something. No shade to butter on spaghetti. No, it's tasty. Yeah. But, but berries have star power. And this year I'm really like, I am on team star power in terms of every one of these matchups. I'm like, what has more flash? What has more flair? Yeah. And it's berries. It is. There's, it's there's berries, like baby. literally no doubt like you yeah. can't, if you're looking for star power, that's the one. Listen, you know what most great pasta dishes have in common is tomatoes. You, you know, you know what a fucking tomato is? Is it actually? Hold on a second. Tomatoes are classified botanically as, as a berry. Oh my God. I knew yeah. it was a fruit. Wow. That's it then. I mean, that's it. I mean, well, that- okay. I know I just said, I don't, I don't like tomatoes very much, but I do eat them. Very often. Sure. The reason I am not huge on them is because I eat them very often. But that's it. It's like, for me, it's like, okay, even if you love pasta, probably, statistically, you like your pasta with tomato involved in it. And tomato is a berry. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I can tell you now, our other guest did, in fact, also vote for berries. Well, really? So berries will be moving on to the next round. Wow. Star power. Yeah. It's a it's a former champ being knocked out in round one. Get him out of here. It's time for a new champ. We've, we've seen well, the old... That's it. You know, that's it's just how it goes. 
Let's go to the second matchup. Our second matchup comes from the write-in division. These are foods that were so popular that people wrote them in as nominations, and they got enough votes to make it into the tournament. That is our number two seed, Salt, and our number three seed, Curry, two champions of the seasoning world. What are you doing here, Tom? What is what is this? Salt? I'm trying to start fights. I'm trying to start fights, maybe. How does Salt not just... Yeah, sure. I know I have to talk for 20 minutes about why I'm making this decision, but because it's me, but salt, is it not just salt? Do you not put salt in curry? Like it's similar to what you're saying about tomatoes going in pasta. Does salt just, does salt not literally go in almost everything? I was going to say not sweets, but you cookies. Yes. So mm-hmm. what are we doing here? <laughs> who, who dared to put this into a bracket and say oh time for a competition who was thinking that one when i when i saw salt get written in multiple times i was like well shit there's our next champ that's like i know we were talking about uh in your last episode the citrus versus ice cream and how that was cheating it felt like cheating uh, because everyone was going to choose ice cream this is literally cheating this is like you stuffed to the bracket salt is tom brady yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. It probably it is enough because he's yeah. known and salt is known. <laughs> that's our shared level of understanding. Yeah, of sports exactly. <laughs> so you're voting salt? I have to. Like, okay. <laughs> let me let me try to think this one through. I I'm sure. I'm coming into this with the same level of uh experience that I do with most podcasts where I do a lot of research and then I forget all of it. And then I sit down sure. and I say, I'm going to write a little script for myself. So I remember. And then I, we start recording and I say, ah, oh, I didn't write that script, huh? Webster's dictionary <laughs> says that salt is in everything. Give it up for salt. That's what it says in all caps. That's crazy. Curry's good. Curry's great. Curry sure. is very specific. So typically the types of curry that I feel like I end up eating are, um, like Thai curries or mm. uh, Japanese curries or, or things like that. And those are tasty. Could I eat them every day? No, probably not. Could I eat them a- a- once a week? Maybe. Uh, depends. Depends what's in it. But like, I don't know. I always feel like you need to be in a mood for curry. And when you're in a mood for curry, you're in a mood for it. Oh, hell yeah. But like, yeah. you have to be in a mood for it. And me personally, I I know this is like, nothing compared to I'm sure other people's experiences, but like, I know, like say I'm at the office, right. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I could go for some curry right now. I can't bring that back to the, are you kidding me? The entire, make the entire <laughs> office smell like curry. I, I like, I can't enjoy the curry. Cause I'm sitting there thinking like, Oh, everyone, everyone is looking around being like, someone's eating curry in here. What's the, who, who's it going to be? And they're like peeking over their desk, trying to see, and I have to go lock myself in a room. And then I realize right. that, now the whole room is just going to smell like curry. And I'm like, oh, I've, I've doomed this entire The cleaning people are going to hate me for the next week while they try to fix this. Salt? What does that smell like? Victory. That's what salt smells like. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't ready for that one. I had to keep you on your toes. Like, it's, it's so true that, like, curry is delicious and curry is also strong smelling and lingers in a way that can be, like, brutal for that. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing with salt is like, I worry about salt in this tournament being kind of a bracket. Killer. Oh, no. Can I here? Let me rephrase this. If I had a choice for the sake mm-hmm. of your bracket, I would take salt. I was going to say throw it out the window, but that's probably bad luck. 
It's only bad luck if you throw it over your shoulder out the window, I think. But don't you throw it over your shoulder? Like a continental soldier? What does Webster's Dictionary have to say about salt? Anyway, I get it out of here. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's cheating. <laughs> it's not an even bracket. That's the thing. It really does feel like a ringer that kind of got brought in. And I mean, that's the risk with the write-in category, right? Like the write-ins can be extremely chaotic. If we're being frank, every division of this tournament this year has at least one extremely chaotic. Really? Like we got salt. We got Mountain Dew. I was. I knew you were going to say Mountain Dew. <laughs> God. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of room in the, like there's a possible world where. The, the finale of this season is salt versus Mountain Dew. Oh, well, that's, that's a clear victor. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah. If you throw the salt out the window and a bird eats it and chokes and dies and falls to the ground in the middle of the road. Yeah, I was waiting for the road. Okay. Causing a cabbie to, to run over, to swerve so it doesn't run over the bird and it hits a pedestrian. The pedestrian has a fatal accident here. Oh, I'm not very good at math, Tom. The cabbie, the cabbie does everything he can to make sure the pedestrian stays alive. He drives him to the hospital, whatever. Yeah. But the pedestrian doesn't make it at the end of the day. Are you going to jail for vehicular manslaughter? Was this on my property? I'm kind of picturing the mean streets of New York. So no, nothing. Yeah. Everything is <laughs> New York. No, you can't. That would be impossible. Wait, no, Dave. Yeah. You live in Jersey. Yeah, I don't right? listen. You can't. You already said New York. Every, everything is legal everything in New Jersey. Is, <laughs> well, that's true, but it's all it's all one. Yeah, everything is everything here. We yeah. uh, if you yell at someone on the highway of Jersey, they'll hear it in the the bustling city of Manhattan. And if you throw salt on the highway of Jersey, you'll eat berries in the freeway of life. Um, no, I was going to say it'll now. probably get caught up in the tires, and then it will make its way into Manhattan. So yeah, that'll sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, winter problems you know the salt for the ice on the roads um the first guest also voted for salt so we have two unanimous wins in this episode how's it feel to be on the same page as your your co-conspirator here did you even need me like (laughs) dave i needed you so bad i missed you okay this was just an excuse to hang out for like 40 minutes okay well that's uh, if if you say it that way then that's fine what is a podcast other than an excuse i know Oh my God, I've been saying that for seven years. <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug before I let you go? Yes, I should. I do. I should. Hey, everybody. I have so many things. I'm so sorry that I have so many things that I have to plug. If you are into video games or people making stupid jokes about video games or just talking and having fun, uh, I have a podcast called Left Trigger, Right Trigger uh, that I do with three other friends funny very very funny co-host two at least has Tess been on this show yep three of which have been on this show you're already used to that and their crimes um you can catch that on any podcatcher of choice i also make uh i design apparel and i i think it's cool i'm wearing some right now because i mostly make it for me but if you want it for you uh you can get that at nightparade.store um, it's kind of anime themed. It's all original characters and, and fun stuff. Um, and if you want to see my artwork, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at a tired skeleton or on Twitter. It's underscore a tired skeleton. Don't, no one uses Twitter. You don't have to go on Twitter. It's okay. We can ignore that one. I feel like, I feel like I have to say, it. I feel like everyone's like, Oh, what, what's your 
Twitter. It's like, uh, we're not going to be asking that for long, huh? I don't know. I'm going to look back at this episode in 20 years and regret that I just said that because Twitter is going to be the only social media platform. Twitter's coming back with a vengeance. Is it actually? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I got rid of it. Did you? Everyone is. I, I Everyone I know I has done that. That's so smart. I, should. I was getting tired of it for a long time. And then Elon Musk did like one more fucking racist or yeah. something thing that I just said, okay, I can't, I can't. If I didn't have to sell my soul for capitalism, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be on there. Wow, what a downer. Really? That's how... Uh, what else can That's I... That's Can I pitch anything that- else? What else? Do we- Go watch One Piece. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, hey, thank you. Tom, thank you so much for having me. I, it is a true honor to be on here and to also vote unanimously on, <laughs> on this episode. It, it gives me a skip in my step to know that someone finally agrees with me on something. Well, there we have it, folks. Not one, but two unanimous votes in favor of the Earth today, which means berries and salt will move on to the next round. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm surprised to see pasta and curry knocked out this early in the competition, but Mom's Spaghetti had one shot and it missed its chance. (laughs) This opportunity came once in a lifetime and it lost. Technically, pasta, having been the first champion ever, it had this opportunity more than once. Every opportunity is like your first opportunity. Didn't you ever listen to Eminem? Damn, I think Michael Jordan said that. There's never a dull moment here on Munch Madness, and we can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> uh, it's going to be so weird if we end up with, like, potatoes versus salt. I don't think that'd be weird at all. I think that sounds like a great final matchup. It's just like, I don't know. The The vibe is different this year. It's different. The vibe is different this year. It's a different vibe. Everything's changing out of my control everywhere <laughs> I go. I'm a mobile. I I like <laughs> I like the idea of potatoes versus salt as the final that, that you've you've put this out here now as something to think about because like what is a potato without salt? But also I think we I could see someone getting I could see our guest judges in the finale seeing that matchup and going, man, it can't be fucking salt. We can't <laughs> let salt win a food competition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. like <laughs> I mean, that's happened to coffee, right? Yeah. That's happened to coffee. That's a real thing that happens. I mean, but salt has gotten this far by people saying, well, what is curry without salt? Which yeah. is a very good point, right? Like salt is the backbone of seasoning. If yeah. you are from my mother's people... Pay attention. That was that wasn't a dig at my mother's family. They actually cook well, but you know what I mean. The yeah. Anglo Saxons. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait. So let's get to. Uh, <laughs> you say all white. <laughs> let's wrap it up. We got places to go, people to be. You don't get to vote. So join our Patreon. <laughs> there's no there's no tiebreaker this week. There's yeah, no there's... tiebreaker. So if you want to vote, go join our Patreon. Exactly. And thanks so much for listening to No Bad Food. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation, stop being a little piss baby and. <laughs> If you want to join the conversation, get your act together and hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Teffer Bear and at Tonza Latini. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod and donate. Please, for the love of God, donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Chantal H., Gab, Thomas, Erica, Andrew, Chantal T., David. Lamb, Mallory, Sarah, Carol Ann, Rachel, Aslam, and Anne. Two of them have been on the show in Munch Madness in the past two weeks. I don't know how to tell you this, but you might get a chance if you become a patron to also be a guest judge. It's true. Yeah. 
Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks beyond that, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. So if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. All we have had to eat for the last five years is potatoes and salt. Have oh, mercy on us. Truly. My people have struggled with this in the past. <laughs> the Irish, specifically. You've been insufferable since you found out you have Irish heritage. Fiddle D, motherfucker. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. We also have merch. And now I feel like it's a it's a miss that we don't have any Fiddle DD motherfucker merch. <laughs> I mean, we should soon. <laughs> You can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our friends over in the pod cavern. They're just in the pod cavern eating potatoes and salt. We have Tongue locked up in a basement in Ontario. No, he's Force in feeding him potatoes and making merch for us. That's what he does. That's what the executive producer of a podcast <laughs> network does. <laughs> Again, there's no money in podcasting, folks. Only potatoes. And of course, you can always support us for Courtney. free. By throwing potatoes at us or by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And you can also you can also share this episode with a friend if you have any. Our theme music is by Zach Berryberry, quite contrary, Ingles. And our cover art is by David, oh hey, I'm in this episode, Flam. <laughs> you can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but not least, this show was produced by Tom's Latni and Tefferit Jebian and was edited by Tom's Latni as part of the Podcaver Network. Where'd my A go? <laughs> You don't get an A. You what? lost A privileges. Fuck. Tom. No. Zlutny. My, my last name is so much worse without A's in it. I'm going to take away an A every day until you behave. <laughs> you can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podgavern.com. All right. We'll see you next week with another brand new episode of Munch Madness 2024. And in the meantime, remember, there's no such thing as bad food. You understand. Just takes a little time, it takes a little time, it takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind, we'll take it slow this time. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Tong. I'm Sam. And I'm Laura. And we are Disney Dummies. Look, we know there are Disney super fans out there, but even the superest of fans could still be Disney dummies. That's why the three of us are on a quest to watch every single animated theatrical release in chronological order. From Snow White all the way to whatever's out right now. We dive into each movie in detail, talking about fun facts, talking about the animation, hit you with some hot takes, our favorite reviews on the internet. We even talk about who fucks. I still can't believe that's an actual segment. So join us every second Wednesday for another episode of Disney Dummies. And Pixar Pals when we finally catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by the fairy tale whimsical depths of the Pod Cavern. This thing on? Yes. Oniric. Notes to Oniric, Day 1. By Tefer Troy, Doctoral Candidate, Alternative Narrative Traditions, Université de Montréal, October 12, 683. Oniric. Hello, Deirdre. 
I hope you're well. I'm recording this now because today's a big day. I'm meeting with a talking wolf after lunch. I'm a bit nervous about it. Oniric, a flame that rides the winds of worlds. A flame that seeks a single torch. The torch burns bright. The torch burns out. The flame remains and rides anew. Oniric. It's a dream quest. It's a grail quest. It's a fever dream. Quest. Oniric. Just say hi. Please. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. For fuck's sake. Hi, Deirdre. Hope you're well. You're well rid of this idiot. Oniric. Coming fall 2023. In the Podcaver. And wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>